I want to leave a verse with you. This verse just came alive to me recently, and I want to share it with you, and we'll dissect it, and I'll just tell you how I want to encourage you with it. So it's Romans chapter 15, verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Let's read it out loud, okay? May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So if you just kind of dissect that doctrinally or you want to just look at that, so the God of hope, what does that mean? Williams' translation, which is so excellent on tenses and other things, has it, may the God who inspires hope, he, God inspires hope. We have the great hope of the church, the second coming of Christ, the hope of the resurrection. No matter what's going on here, we have a hope that goes beyond this world. Amen? How many have that hope today? Just lift up your hand. Not a hope for here and now, everything working out, but the God of hope who inspires hope. May he, notice, fill you. You can't be taught this. There's no teaching this. This is a transaction between your soul and God. We have turned in many places Christianity to a teaching religion. It is not a teaching religion. It's a supernatural Holy Ghost religion where the Holy Spirit empowers us and does all kinds of things, even as he was promised to do when Christ was getting ready to leave. So may the God of hope fill you. God has to fill you with, notice, not joy, all joy, and peace when, as you trust in him. So as you lean on him, as you go through Christmas season, as you're trusting him, And he's inspired hope. But as you're leaning on him, he's praying for the Christians there to be, and he would pray for us the same way. May God fill, may God, the God of hope who inspires hope, fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. So that, the result being, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So the God of hope inspires us to have hope. As we trust in him, and as we trust in him, he wants us to be filled with all joy and peace through the power of the Holy Spirit. Notice the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, meekness, kindness. Holy Spirit gives us that. So for this Christmas, I don't want anybody here not to be filled with all joy and peace. God's will is every one of us. You don't know what I'm going through. Just think what they were going through. He's writing to the church at Rome. A lot of them were slaves in the Roman Empire sense. They were going through persecution. Who knows who the emperor was then? Nero, Caligula, some of these really vicious creatures. And yet he says, even as you're serving God and trusting God in Rome, surrounded by a hostile culture, God has the ability to fill you with all joy and peace. If you're not joyous, you're weak because the joy of the Lord is our strength. The moment the enemy robs you of your joy, listen up to me, don't evade this. When the enemy robs me of my joy, I am now weaker. I am more susceptible to his onslaughts because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Notice, and also peace. Christ promised us peace. He said, my peace I give you. But all of it has to be actualized, not in our cranium by analyzing Greek words, but by the ministry of the Holy Spirit. 
All joy and peace. If we celebrate this week and and Saturday night into Sunday, if we celebrate that without joy, we're really, really making God feel sad. We're grieving the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit wants to fill us with all joy and peace. If you don't have peace, you don't have anything. My grandson Levi, I I offered him, Carol and I are going to take him. It's just his birthday. He turned 13. Uh, We can't do it now, but we're going to take him in January to any restaurant he wants and he's in between a sushi sashimi place. How many like sushi? Lift your hand up. How many would rather not? Lift your hand. Oh, a good number. Or a steakhouse, because he, loved, he loves steak. But did you know? Oh, okay. So did you know if you have no peace, you can't even enjoy a good steak? No, that's the truth. If your heart is troubled, you're agitated. If you're not resting in God and his peace, notice not just peace with God. Christians have peace with God. Not all Christians have the peace of God. We should have it. But here's what Paul is praying. I pray. Notice he prayed. He didn't teach. He said, may the God. That's a prayer. May the God of all hope, who inspires hope, fill you with all joy and peace. So if we don't have joy and peace, it's not on God. It's on us. God wants me to have joy. Say that with me. God wants me to have joy. Say it louder. Come on. God wants me to have joy. Well, of course. What father wants his kid to be depressed? Who, what parent is happy when they see their kid all down and out? And God wants us to have peace. Now, what's interesting about the Bible as I close here in the New Testament is God puts two words together, joy and peace. He's constantly doing that. If you read through the New Testament, Joy and peace. Not just joy alone, but joy and peace. Not peace alone, but joy. Someone has said, in the culture we live in, many times, you know, your team wins. In Argentina, they're celebrating the World Cup, and they have a kind of joy. But they might not have any peace in their hearts. And then that joy can leave you after a while. But God gives a permanent joy, right? He, he gives permanent joy so that when circumstances change, you don't have to lose your joy. It's his joy. It's supernatural. It's of the Holy Spirit. My goodness, you know, there's so much anti-supernaturalism around the Christian church now that hardly anybody believes that God can give you supernatural joy in the, bad, in the midst of a bad situation. Their only cure is you need counseling for six months. I mean, God can give us joy. Come on, can we put our hands together? God gives joy. God gives joy. Paul says you can even be going through a lot, sorrowful, yet always rejoicing. You can have tears coming down and have joy in your heart. That's what God promises. But notice this. Many times, joy it kind of speaks of ecstasy, of hyperness, of wow, you know, we're celebrating. And peace seems to be the opposite of that. But notice how God links them together. I'm going to give you a joy, my joy, I'm going to give you. But it has to be with peace, too, or else it's just excitement. You can work up people into a frenzy in a church meeting and give them kind of a fake joy. But then an hour later, they lose that because it's not God's joy, because they're lacking peace. You have to have joy and peace. Isn't that a beautiful blessing? You want two beautiful Christmas presents? The joy and the peace that only the Holy Spirit can give.
Now, you can't just have peace, you have to have joy. A lot of times, you know, a corpse in a, in a casket has peace. He's just not moving. God says, no, I'm not giving you that kind of peace. I'm giving you peace with joy. But joy with peace. Peace, yes, Lord, with joy. Oh, I want joy and peace this Christmas together. And that makes us powerful witnesses for the Lord. Because two things you ain't going to find out there outside the doors is a whole lot of joy and peace. Nothing in this world can provide God's joy or peace. I just would love to pray. We would love to pray. Us pastors standing on the steps, just our last prayer meeting. We'd love to pray for someone here who has been attacked or circumstances. Or maybe you took your eyes off the Lord. Or maybe you're trying to work up joy or work up peace. Don't, you won't find it in here. It ain't in there. It comes from God through the Holy Spirit. Joy and peace. Come on, I want you to have a joyful Christmas. Every eye closed for a second. If you're battling in your situation, you're going through some stuff. You don't want to tell anyone about it. I don't want to hear about it if you don't want us to know. But you say, Pastor, I need Holy Spirit joy this Christmas season. I got a lot not to be joyful about. But I want God to overrule that with his joy. I have a lot that agitates me inside, that makes me worry. But I want the peace that passes all understanding. I want joy and peace. God wants me to have it. That way I'll overflow with hope. Just get out of your seat and come forward. Whether it's one of you or ten of you, we want to pray with you. I do not want you leaving this building sour and depressed or agitated with no peace. Just come right there and just stand. Anybody else? Come on, we love you, pastors. Come on over and whether you're in front of them or behind them, Be patient with me. There's some people. Go ahead. Keep praying, those of you. You're in the front. Just keep praying. Pour your heart out to God. He'll pour in his peace, his joy. God, do what you promised. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you'll find. Knock, it will be open. We're not asking for money. We're asking for peace. We're not asking for a material thing. We're asking for joy. God, you gave us your son. Now give us peace and joy as we trust him. Lord, I thank you for Pastor Mate, who's here with us tonight with his wife, beautiful family. You've raised him up and put him in a critical situation there, Lord, in Houston. Oh, God, I pray you'll open heaven and pour out a blessing on that church. That they will have the best Christmas, New Year season, and into the new year, should you tarry. Let there be a Holy Spirit explosion of evangelism, prayer, Bible study, love. I thank you for your servant, his wife, the children. Lead and guide the children, Lord. They're special in your sight. And bless their church and make it a blessing, even more so than it's been for all these years. Thank you for the people at the altar. Thank you for everyone in the, order, in the building, Lord. Get us home safely. Give us a good offering as we leave, Lord. And God, you know what our sister's facing. So 
let there be extra money given, Lord, so we can see all our needs met. We pray this in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Turn around and hug somebody. Wish someone a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Come on. See you Sunday, 9 o'clock, 12 o'clock. Sunday, Christmas Day, 9 o'clock, 12 o'clock.